Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tint the glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan Jordan, as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what are we getting to today? Today we played Super Mario Strikers for the Nintendo GameCube. Super Mario Strikers is a story of the Mario gang signing up for their local hockey league, finding out that it's actually a soccer league, and deciding to play hockey anyway. <laughs> What? I mean, this game is is nominally a soccer game. Like, in the name, it's a soccer game, right? But when you play it, it's basically just a hockey game. Everybody's body checking each other. There's boards. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's five on five. It's, it's a hockey game. So it's it's funny, Jordan. Like normally, we we have we have these conversations like at the beginning of the show, and then we get into the fun facts. But you're just like teeing up my fun facts, like oh right, really? Right away. Do you have you got, any? Do you have no. any idea? I don't. Is Probably. there actually some backstory to this? There is. A, pro, there there literally is some backstory to let's, this. I'm excited. Let's, let's hear it. Let's jump into let's jump into the fun facts. Jordan, Next Level Games made this one. Okay. Now Am you I know, supposed you, to know you who may that is? not know who Next Level Games are. No. They made uh, classics such as Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, Luigi's Mansion 3, and of course, NHL Hits Pro. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's that's a strange collection of uh, of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, of course, the, the, the NHL Hits franchise is one of our favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the fun facts was uh, NHL Hits Pro had an influence on Super Mario Strikers in the form of responsive gameplay, goalkeepers, and on-field collisions. So it's like they took what they learned from some of the gameplay of NHL yeah. Hits Pro and actually infused it into Super Mario Strikers. They just took uh, NHL Pro and turned it 90 degrees and then <laughs> put some new sprites in it and called it a new game. Well, uh, funny enough, uh, this game was originally intended to be a more realistic Mario sports game, but after numerous consultations with Nintendo, it ended up being more over the top. Yeah, I don't know. If, if it's an arcade sports <laughs> game, over the top is the way to go. Yeah. I was uh, hanging out with some friends the other day, and they were like, let's play Madden. And I played like five minutes of Madden, and I had to stop. I'm like, this is terrible. It's too much. Yeah, it's like I, I kept running off sides. I'm like, no, 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 listen. There shouldn't be penalties. I should be able to <laughs> hold down until the ball is snapped, and then my guy lunges across. I just want every sports game to be blitz or Mario Strikers, or NHL Hits. Like, I want them to be ridiculous. Well, that's the nice thing about, like, a game like Hits Pro, which is, like, NHL Hits, there's only three of them, but they all have their sort of strength. The The strength of NHL Hits Pro was it would let you basically customize the game as much or as little as you wanted. So you could have, like, a complete arcade sports experience, or yeah. they headed more towards the sim sort of hockey game. Um there is very little in Mario Strikers that would resemble a game like FIFA. Yeah. Uh, besides the fact that you're kind of playing soccer. Yeah, I don't even know what a more realistic Mario sports game could mean. There's like a, isn't there a Mega Man soccer game? There's like, yeah. a, there, and that's like kind of looks like a real normal soccer game. No, I don't think it does. But I mean, like you're <laughs> you're on like an actual soccer field and you're running around you're super playing. fighting robots. Yeah, yeah, but you playing soccer. <laughs> it actually looks like soccer. Like I could take a screenshot of this game and show it to like my mom, and she would have no clue that it's supposed to be a soccer game. Well, well, all right, I mean, whatever. My mom has watched a lot of soccer games. That's more so with the the sequel to this game, Mario Strikers Charged, where it looks like it's like post apocalyptic and the ball is like glowing all the time. And yeah, they were like, okay, 
in what scenario would Mario play soccer? <laughs> and it apparently is a Mad Max scenario. <laughs> Seriously. That's when Mario Seriously. says, okay, guys, we need to stop fighting and start sure. playing soccer. Right, right. But yeah, of course, this game published by Nintendo, uh, released in Europe in um, November of 2005, North America, December of 2005, Japan in January of 2006, and Australia in April of 2006. And Jordan... It, in Europe and Australia, this game is called Mario Smash Football. Mario Smash Football? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Not, I don't know. Okay. Because strikers mean something else there? Uh, I don't know. It's not like here it's called Mario Soccer. Yeah, yeah. And then so they're like, oh, we got to call it Mario Footy or whatever, you know, for <laughs> Australia. Smash football. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was weird because like when I was looking on price charting. Oh, wait, prices. no, wait a second. And Australia calls it soccer. Okay. Because <laughs> their football is something completely different. They're, they have Australian rules football. So, okay. I'm so confused. Why, why did Nintendo do that? <laughs> have they just like never, they just don't know anybody in Australia. Like, I think we got to change the name there too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, during last fun fact, there's no penalty or card system in this game is the power up system is actually what compensates people for getting annihilated. Yeah. And I think we will talk about that later at some point in the episode, (laughs) but I thought that was interesting. Like, you know, it's, it's, you can just annihilate your opponent with constant beatdowns in this game. Yeah. You can slide tackle or there's just a button that lays them out, but that gives them a power up when you lay them out. Usually. Yeah, just imagine how boring a Mario sports game would be like if it was like there was like normal sports rules. I guess just think yeah. of Mario Golf. <laughs> I like Mario Golf. Yeah, you do for some weird reason. It's, it's great. just like that could have been it's Tiger good. Woods 2001. No, man. And it would be the exact same game. Mario Golf is fantastic. There's nothing fun about it. They didn't do anything Mario besides have Mario play. Anyway, go listen to our Mario Golf episode. I don't have an episode number for you. Use your. <laughs> it's a year ago. Yeah, 60, one year ago. 65, 66, there. March. Yeah. Anyway. Super Marchio Bros, yeah. by the way. This is uh, episode two of, of Super Marchio. Yeah. 2022. Two of three. Two of three. Yep, we did Mario 3 last episode. Yes. That's a video game. As we're recording this, that episode came out today. Yeah. People, so. I think, like that game. I think so. I think so. Yeah, we just set a new record for uh, listens for the podcast. So I think people like Mario Three. Yeah, our, our, that's a, it's a new record for single day uh, downloads for us. Yeah, for Mario Three. So thank you. Yeah. All right, Dan. Do you have any more fun facts? Uh, I don't. Just a, but just a big thank you to Wikipedia for oh yeah for, for the supply of fun facts. Huge shout out to Wikipedia. Yeah. I know that that whole team gets together every other Tuesday to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys yeah. for that. I have one more fun fact, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fun fact: WorthItOrWorthless.com. Guys, we have a website now. Yeah, we're we actually sure do. legit. Dan has been writing a bunch of great articles, including a pretty brand new review of the Retron Five. You've heard us talk about the Retron Five oh, a lot on yeah. this show. So if you're like, man, I really want to know what that is get the what it does well what it doesn't do so well you can go read dan's review on worth it or worthless.com with the retron five yep that's uh it, that's needed to happen for a long time so now i'm glad whenever somebody's like retron five i can just yeah give them just a link. send them a link you don't just have to do the whole and screen we'll spell it out so yes. you can have lots of beautiful screenshots i even took a video of the fast forward mode so Look that people you. can see that side by side comparison of how fast fast forward actually is. Who I, says? I who like, says audio format people can't make videos? <laughs> I like to call it JRPG mode. Oh um, yeah, just I get for grinding. That. Yes. All right, there you go. Fun. All fact. right, let's move on to what the game does well. 
I want to talk about that this game does well is it is just pure arcade sports fun. Yes. I mean, it, I mean, it's just it's one of those games that Nintendo or not even just Nintendo. Like the NBA jams and the NFL blitzes of the world, like those games, there's something about them that they're super approachable and it makes it fun for even people who aren't necessarily like hardcore um, gamers, I guess. That's what I'm, I don't want, I don't, I'm not looking. No, it's, I get it's you. It's accessible. It's accessible. I totally agree with you. I think that there's the perfect balance of fun and competitiveness. Yeah. Which also leans heavily on the fact that this game is super easy to pick up. Anybody could pick it up and start playing, but also there's enough depth there to make you keep wanting to come back. It's not like a shallow experience because there is enough depth there to make you want to keep playing. Yeah, and another thing I have written down is that it feels like a classic game where skill matters, but the game is still very accessible. Oh, yeah. So it's like you, you can get good at this game. It's like... You know, it's 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 like Smash in re- in regards to you can make it fun for everybody. Turn on items, turn on crazy stages, stuff like that, which isn't necessarily stuff that's in this game. But at the same time, you can turn off everything and have it be like a serious arcade sports match. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know if I want Bowser to come and start smashing up the the level, or I don't know if I want to have the super shot where you can score two goals with one ball. Yeah. So if I, you want to, you know, you want to turn off some of that nonsense, sure. But if you want to just go and have a silly sports time, you can do that. I think that Nintendo is like the king of this, right? Of yeah. Taking a game, making it super easy, also making it deep enough that you want to keep playing it, having a good balance of this game is really fun, but it's also competitive. And I just really appreciate that about a lot of Nintendo games, but especially this one. Yeah, they uh, they really nailed it here. Um, I played some Strikers Charged last night to uh, prep for this episode. Yeah. And um, while I think that there's a lot of improvements that they made, yeah. like some of the motion controls kind of hold it back. And this feel this game feels more pure to me of, of an arcade sports experience than Strikers Charged. So my experience with this, with this franchise is Strikers Charged. That's the one that I owned. That's the one that I played a lot of when yeah. I was younger. So uh, that one has a place that's near and dear to my heart. Being the second game in the franchise, it has the benefit of learning from a lot of this one's shortcomings and and fixing those. The fact that it does have uh, motion controls is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to the new Mario Strikers game that's coming out (sighs) soon, right? Is it this year? I think it's June, I want to say. Okay. So it's coming out soon-ish. And I'm excited to see, you know, them take all the stuff that they've learned from these first two games and get back to a controller. Yeah. Hopefully not have too much motion control (laughs) wackiness. Nintendo, you don't need that. So uh, I I never really had a problem. Like, it's not like a ton of motion controls. There's a little bit too much for Dan. But you know what? (laughs) I I think that's still a very good So here's the thing that I was noticing as I was, like, playing it last night is, like, the Wiimote is just not, like, super ergonomic as far as, like... What are you talking about? Hold on. It's a rectangle. It's perfectly (laughs) ergonomic. It's a rectangle. What could you want more? You can access, like, three buttons easily with your thumb on the the Wiimote. It's, like, the giant A button, the down arrow on the D-pad, and the B button on the back. Any other button you're, like, reaching uncomfortably to push. And it's, like, okay, this is just not... And, I mean, fine, you, like, flick it to tackle, which is okay. But then when you got to aim at the screen to block a super strike, it's, like, this whole... I don't know. Yeah, no, no, it's ridiculous. Like, somebody at Nintendo, not somebody, lots of people at Nintendo looked at that and said... Yeah, this is our new gaming peripheral, (laughs) and it's going to be the primary one for the system. Like, Nintendo's done lots of weird stuff, but 
man, the Wiimote, uh, what a, <laughs> what a amazing piece of hardware. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that game does benefit from the fact that it's on more powerful hardware than the GameCube, but I don't know this one. There's something, something, uh, it's the distillation of Super Mario Strikers. And I like that. I feel, yeah. I feel like with the new Strikers that just got announced, I feel like everybody was like, oh man, new Mario Golf. That's like, I was like, oh, okay. And now I'm like, new Strikers. Like, let's go. Yeah. That's me. I'm finally, I'm finally on Yeah, me track. too. I was yeah. not pumped about the whole golf shenanigans, but. Well, you just got to play more Mario Golf. I guess. I mean, no, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. I really don't. What else do you have? Um, okay, so we talked a little bit earlier, or you mentioned the power-ups and how they yeah. balance the game. You don't have penalties. Like, you can go and slide tackle them, but you can go and blast somebody into an electric fence and basically kill yeah. them. And you when should. You, when you knock Peach <laughs> into the fence, she screams like she is dying. Like, I don't know how this got past Nintendo. Maybe they, like, muted it during that. Like, it does not sound like something you would hear in a Nintendo game. Like, yeah. somebody is Just, is like, people dying. in pain or, or characters, yeah. you know, not always people, but, like, these just screeches that are, like, yeah. wow. Like, man, that's... that's so, <laughs> you can do that, and you will not get a yellow card. You will not get a red card. Nothing will happen to you. You don't have to go sit in a penalty box. The only thing is, when you hit somebody, they get a power-up. Yeah. Or, if they take a really good shot and it gets blocked, they get a power-up. Yeah. So, that's the way that the game like helps uh, make up the, the skill difference. It's kind of how they do some of the balancing. Yeah. If you keep getting crushed, well, now you're going to have a giant shell that bounces around. or it's gonna, yeah. You're going to shoot out some ice shells or bananas or whatever. Or if like you cannot get the ball in the net and you keep taking good shots and they're not going in, you're gonna at least get an item out of that that yeah. you can you can have two items and you can use those offensively or defensively. I actually like the items in this game quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, what would unlike would like them? Well, no, but I mean like in games like Smash and games like Mario Kart, oh, sometimes the items are irritating or some of the rubber banding in Mario Kart from the items can be irritating. I can't. But agree. I don't feel that sense of irritation with this game. Um, I feel like, I think because I can get items on offense from shooting shots, if I'm yeah. just like, cause we played against the computer and it was like 67 tackles to like 10 or 14 or like some, the we, computer is not as aggressive <laughs> as we are. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, so we were giving them items constantly and it's nice that we could still get some items you know, by, by shooting the ball and like still not being punished for being skilled or whatever. I like that. Yeah. These items here. And I don't feel like, I don't feel like there's the blue shell in this game. There, there literally, there is a blue shell, but not the Mario Kart blue shell. So I can't agree with you on the whole smash bros and Mario Kart thing, because I personally think that the items, if you think back on like your favorite memories of Smash Bros. or Mario Kart, it's always because something crazy happened with an item. And yeah, that's not super balanced. Yeah, it removes some of the skill, but it adds all of the fun. So I can't I can't get on board with it. Well, I guess like, it I'll depends take, on how you define fun. I'll take Smash Bros. Uh, like just this past weekend, we had a big event, had Smash Bros. going, and there's always some kids like, oh, noobs, you're the noobs, gotta play without items. And I'm like, no, you're the noob because you don't know how to have fun with the video game. <laughs> Like, what's the point of playing Smash Bros. if I can't use a giant hammer to smash you out of the world? It's Different you know. strokes for different folks. No, there's, a, there's a place for tournament mode with no items, and there's a place for home run bats and soccer balls. Yes, if you are if you are at the World Gaming Championships, sure, turn off items. If you're playing on my couch, we're having items. I'm sorry. Well, the loser probably chooses, right? 
No, you just want items on no, all the time. Gonna, what do you mean, loser chooses? No. <laughs> uh, Jordan, speaking of uh, co-op, I have the, the the co-op in this game is actually a lot of fun. We, yeah. We played I, most of it in a co-op, and it was a blast. I was really surprised by that because a lot of times co-op in sports games is like they're not tuned for co-op. Yeah. They're not made with that in mind, and so it's kind of like, ah, uh, I keep... Like Pat, like you'll you'll be playing in single player, and you have this perfect feeling where like you pass it to another guy, but then you're that guy, yeah. and so you're able to like do exactly what you want, and it always feels so good. And then you go and play co-op, and like everything's disjointed yeah. and weird. I don't know what they did or how they did it, but co-op in this game feels as natural as playing by yourself. Yeah, I think what it is is if you pass it to a player that is not controlled by the other player, it still gives you control of the yeah. ball. So you're passing it to yourself. I think that that is one of the little things that it did that made it feel natural. Man, whatever, it, it's it's so good. Yeah. It feels really good. That was the last yeah. thing that I have on my list too is just that I was shocked by the co-op because we've had some pretty poor, pretty like <laughs> afterthought co-op experiences. Yeah. And this one felt like they put just as much care into the co-op as they did in single player. Yeah, I feel like this game would be a blast to play like doubles. Like oh, two yeah. Two. Um, it's fun single player or it's fun just normal head to head versus we, I think we did some for extra life and that was fun, but you were crushing me during extra life. I think I don't don't remember, but I crushed you today. So I have my vengeance. I'm glad we started co-op today because you said that you played a bunch single player yesterday. Yeah which is always a recipe for disaster when yeah. one person has a bunch more experience recently with the arcade sports yeah, game. Yeah, it wasn't I wasn't like trying to crush my friend. I was trying to like unlock stuff to see what yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the entire game. You're doing some I was like cursory research for the podcast. It's I was like we can't unlock all the stuff tomorrow. We still didn't even we played so much. We <laughs> so played many a lot. co-op games and we still didn't unlock everything. Oh, uh, we got all the way to the end of the of, Bowser Cup. Of the Bowser Cup. We're fighting the super team. Yeah. And uh, I blew it. It was two to one with like 10 seconds left. I get a breakaway across the top of the field. And Dan is streaking down the other side of the field. We have the perfect (laughs) give and go. The game, when you do a perfect pass, the game goes into slow motion, which also, you should say, feels amazing. The game goes into slow motion. And Dan hits the perfect shot. And then the, the goalie like teleported and stopped it. And then we lost and it felt terrible, but like, mm, yeah, felt bad. But those, uh, those like perfect passes and making the game slow down to Mm slow-mo feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Jordan, we, we played a lot of cup. The last thing I have is the, the matches are quick and I really like, um, by default they're five minutes, but when you start a new cup, like we were, so when you do the easier cups, like the mushroom cups, I think the, the first cup is like three matches and then the flower cup is like five matches and then the star cup is like seven matches and then the bowser cup is seven matches with a two game playoff or whatever and then you play the super team but you're able to set up you know shorter rounds shorter games for each of those cups defaults five minutes and five minutes feels really good i would say but it was nice to play four minute matches too Um, yeah no it's definitely a nice feature to have so you don't if you want to play a longer cup, especially the super cups being so long, if you want to play mm-hmm. some shorter cups, turn down the level. Yeah, it's great. Also, you unlock cheats too as you as you do stuff because like you get trophy rewards and and stuff for like hits and super strikes. Which we should say, by the way, you pick a team: Captain Mario, Peach, Donkey Kong, whatever, Wario, Luigi, 
Waluigi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Waluigi. Uh, and then if you hold the shot and don't get tackled, you get a little meter, you jump up in the air, and then there's like a yellow and green. If you hit the green bar, like it's kind of another like zone that opens up. Yeah, if you've ever played like uh, a football game and you're taking a, you're doing a kick and there's like a little spot that you have to stop it on, or if you're playing a golf game and you have to stop it on the yeah. back swing and then on the forward swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of like circular. Uh, I don't even know what do you call that thing. I don't know. A meter. It's a little meter. A little yeah. meter. Target meter yeah. thingy. And if you hit it at both green zones, you get a free two-point goal. Yes. Just so. like normal soccer. Just, yep. Actually, back in the day, there was this professional indoor soccer league. And if you scored, they had like a, a two-point line. And if you um, scored from behind that line, you got two goals. Well. Yeah. It's, cl- it's a classic arcade sports. Rest in peace, Detroit Ignition. <laughs> Uh, that wraps it up for what uh, I have on my list, Jordan. How about you? Same. That's it for me. All right. Let's get into what the game doesn't do so well. so well is it feels like there isn't a ton here stadiums teams modes like it just this kind of feels like a pretty bare bones experience it's like slightly more than a bare bones experience um and that that is like i don't know because when playing strikers charge you have like a, a few different modes um i think the seasons are longer you've got these like legacy like this i forget what the mode is but it's like relive the greatest moments in mario strikers history and it like runs you through these challenges where you have to like oh yeah objectives the striker challenges is that what it's called i'm pretty sure (laughs) but not here it's like cups grudge matches special cup i think that's it yeah you also only get nine characters to choose from one of them is locked you have to unlock them and uh striker's charge has 12 characters that you can i think three of them are you have to unlock so it's just yeah it definitely feels a little bit more bare bones you don't have uh like oh especially in in strikers you don't get to just pick your captain you can pick the sidekicks you can have multiple different ones so it's just like yeah all of those things uh you have the unique moves and deeks that each character can do in strikers charge that you can't do in this one the charge ball which encourages you to pass more like the more you pass the ball charges up so i mean obviously there's always going to be things that they add in a newer game yeah but the things that they added were the things that made it feel more like a fully fleshed out game. And so this mm. one does feel, especially for a GameCube game, this one feels like it has like the level of content of like an N64 game. It's kind of like missing what you would expect from, I don't know. I just feel like I, I have I higher standards fair. for the GameCube. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not well versed in GameCube. Uh, my GameCube collection currently uh, includes three games. Um, this is one of them. <laughs> So, um, I don't know, you know, how Mario Tennis on GameCube or uh, Double Dash or stuff like that compares to this one, but I, I just wish there was more 
to this game than like cups or you know it's just it feels like yeah i, just, I want something else just something just, just something a, else to a, work a towards bit extra you know i mean you unlock cheats which can make the game more fun um but it's like eh, all right i get all the cheats this really feels like a party game oh yeah it's, it's, which it's, that's that's what you want yeah. to do you want to play this with somebody else it's kind of like smash in that regard where i'm like i don't really like single player smash all that much um Although I was playing Strikers Charged last night, and I was like, "This is just a fun game. Like it's just fun. I like it." So maybe yeah. there's something. I don't know. Maybe maybe something to be said for that. Uh, Jordan, something else that I have. Uh, it doesn't feel like choosing different teammates makes any difference. No, and that's one of the things I feel like they fixed in the the yeah. next game is that like each character felt different. It had a different move. It had different things that it did well, things that didn't do so well, and so I feel like this yeah it's just it's just like basic it's missing yeah. something it's yeah. missing that extra that extra little burst of flavor you know <laughs> it's like when you uh you order pizza and pizza is good like this game is good yeah but then you find out you get to the end and you eat the crust and it wasn't just a normal pizza it was a stuffed crust pizza and this game is missing that it was just, or it has a flavored <laughs> crust it has a flavor you like i didn't realize this was a, a, a parmesan butter crust <laughs> and this one is just pizza, which is good, but it's lacking that little bit of extra flavor. Or as a pepperoni guy, maybe this is just cheese pizza. You, I'm not going to turn down a pizza because it doesn't have pepperoni on it. No, no, no. But yeah, if, you know, I would prefer it had the pepperoni on it and the the flavored crust if we're going to go that route. Yeah, yeah, and make it stuff. Well, if you're, I mean, make it stuffed crust too. Maybe deep dish. Sometimes I don't, know. I don't like stuffed crust from a lot of places. I'm not gonna lie, unless they have flavored crust, because then a lot of times the cheese in stuffed crust pizza doesn't taste like anything. What? Yeah, I don't, I'm telling I you, can't get I'm on board you. with this conversation. Depends. It depends. It depends. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. What What do you have? Um. Okay. I just I have a couple little little nitpicky things. A couple Ooh. little nitpicky things. Um. One. The game does not give you any sort of countdown. Like I want like a five second, like the game is about to end. Yeah. You or like ten seconds, like so you know, like hey, scramble, or I don't know. Someone says like one minute remaining, you get nothing. All of a sudden the like, game is just over, and you're like, oh, I didn't realize that there was a ten second countdown, and I'm. You want like an it. air horn. Yeah. So really I love loud. going back to the how this is just a hockey game. When you score a goal, there's a hockey air horn. Yeah. So give me something. Like in a hockey game, there's always the announcer that says one minute remaining in the period. I don't know. Give me something. Give yeah. me the little the little cloud like he do. Like like yeah. do. What's his name? Give me that guy. Yeah. Have him come out with a little thing that says one minute. Yeah, I, and I think <laughs> you we were like yeah the, the end of the game coming isn't very obvious and then there was one point where i was like i think it actually is beeping it's just beeping like very quietly like you can't really hear the timer ticking down so it's it's uh it's not overt enough to let you know that you need to hurry up if you're uh if you're behind or if, if there's a beeper or a timer or something I beeper. Could, I could not hear it. Like, a, a, a li- like if Kim Possible, <laughs> if Kim Possible's in this game and somebody is is calling her, beeping her, if they want to reach her, I could not hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Um, one more, one more little nitpicky thing. All right. I don't love how when somebody does a like super shot. What is that called? Super strike. I think maybe. Su- super strike. That plays an in-game cutscene. 
that it it's takes cool. forever. <laughs> yeah, it's cool the first time, but then becomes less and less cool. Yeah, especially when you're losing and yeah. they're scoring two goals on you every time they do it. So uh, maybe like only do that the first time in a game. Yeah, or like let you skip it. Maybe don't let you skip it because that's kind of unpredictable. But just like show it the first time and then. You well, know, no, because it's it. like this. It's not even that it would be unpredictable. It's like it doesn't have to stop and like circle around the character. Oh, yeah. And like, just like, like a, let me move on like a replay. Yeah. Like just you can still see the shot firing and everything. But yes. Just, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and on that, Jordan, I have a question mark and what the game doesn't do well. And that is super strike goals. Like, I don't know how I feel about this because oh. when so when you hit these goals, the goalie can't block them and yeah. they're worth two. Yeah. So there were games in co-op where we were wait, just wait, like wait, crushing Dan. the wait keeper. You said the thing you don't like about Striker's Charge is that you have to use the motion controls to stop the Super Strike goal. And in this game, the thing you don't like is that there's no way to stop the Super Strike goals. Which one is it, Dan? No, it's like I don't know how I feel about an unblockable two-point goal. In Striker's Charge, you can block the goals. Yes, but you have to use motion controls. Which is annoying, but I think it should be a quick-time event and not use motion controls in Charge. That's That would be a good solution. So a quick-time event for the shooter, and then a quick-time event for the keeper. The, I mean, it's the keeper, the defending keeper. How the, many quick-time events are we going to pack into this thing? What are you talking about? The, the just, Striker's Charge the meter thing is very similar. Down. It's quick-time events all it's the way It's very similar. It swings up into a zone, and you have four, five, or six balls. You can get up to six goals off of a charged shot. Well, yeah, I mean, we're in strikers' charge, which is. Have you never seen a soccer game, Dan? That's how (laughs) soccer works. Yes, one ball somehow magically turns into six as the player jumps. It's not somehow, Dan. It's magic. (laughs) It's magic. Um, They call it the beautiful game. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about it being unblockable. Now, granted, you can turn those those off. Um, at least you can in the cups. I'm sure you can in like grudge matches, but I didn't, I don't, I didn't see the options in the grudge match. I don't think. So I have a love hate relationship with it as somebody who wants uh, skill to be rewarded in a game. Yeah. Uh, having a guaranteed goal that doesn't take the most skill to achieve and it's worth two kind of is like, uh, it's a decent amount of skill. It's not, it's not easy. I was hitting more of them yesterday. Okay. I was hitting a lot of them yesterday. So yesterday, when Dan was playing on his gaming monitor, yes, he was nailing things left and right. But then today... Today, I, <laughs> I missed most of them. Not so much. So if you really, yeah. if you want to play this game, you need to have oh, a gaming chair. Don't even chair. start with me. You need a gaming chair, <laughs> a gaming monitor. Preferably, you're playing this in VR, and you need like the best graphics card that you can get for your GameCube, which I think is the one that comes with it. <sighs> whatever man whatever what kind of headset were you using Astros AFIT yeah I don't know what that means I bought <laughs> I bought a new headset on the Amazon. one that I've been using since like 2015 so we, we have one headset my wife and I like to play Halo Infinite together you guys share it uh, no well, we were using the Xbox app but it like it breaks it just like breaks everything all the time Xbox is the worst <laughs> uh, but it has Halo so I'll I'll allow it and okay um, thank, thank you so we're like we need to get a second headset so we both have a headset yeah and like our friends that we play halo with they all have like 150 dollar headsets yeah and i was like no chance am i spending 150 so guess what i did i went mm. on amazon and i bought a six dollar headset it's so nice 
it's so nice. Fluffy. Yeah, it's so much nicer than the plastic one that I have. <laughs> um, really highly recommend it. Go on Amazon, find the one that's six bucks. That's the right don't, one. Don't no, don't do it. I don't understand people spending all these hundreds of dollars on a headset. Anything. My you, TV, you don't understand. My TV's got good sound. What do, I just need to talk to somebody. I don't need to have a surround sound in my brain. Well, you, we talked about this on Discord a little while ago. You're like, yeah, so why, do, what, why do you want gaming? And people are like, well, I have kids. Um, and I'm <laughs> like, it's just this whole thing where it's way less disruptive. There are uses for having nice headsets. And if you have to game in a headset most of the time to not disrupt your household... Well, then maybe you want it to sound good. Or maybe you don't have a nice sound system that comes out of your TV. Maybe your TV sounds like garbage. So the cheapest solution is to get a headset. The sound system that we have on my TV costs less than that headset. (laughs) It sounds sounds pretty good. According to you. According to me. And I'm I'm (laughs) one of the only people who listens to it. So that's all that matters. Anyway. Anyways. This episode brought to you by the $6 Xbox headset on Amazon. (laughs) All right, my friend, do you have anything else that the game didn't do so well? Uh, That's it for me. All right, let's move on to the rest of our show. So, if you listen to our last episode, you'd know that we've gone through a little bit of an evolution here. And in the past, Dan has always asked me, so, Jordan, what would you pay for the experience that you just had? And then we realized that my answers are not interesting because I just want to say $2 (laughs) or nothing. Uh, All the time. So, we decided, going into the future, we're going to flip this. And I'm going to ask Dan, and he's not going to look up what the the game is. I'm going to look it up. But... This is what happened. We forgot about it. We forgot about it. So the evolution is still occurring. It's happening. It's just been postponed one more episode. When you go for 90 episodes through a similar process, you sometimes forget that you made a change to how you're doing the entire show. So I accidentally looked up the prices in my research, as I normally do on pricecharting.com. And I I knew that he was going to do that. So (laughs) I didn't look them up. He knew. I did. I was like, I was starting to do it. And I was like, we haven't talked about this, which means that it has left at least one of our brains, (laughs) if not both of them. So next episode, just get ready. We we want to build some suspense for the evolution of the show. Evolution doesn't happen quickly. It take, (laughs) it happens slowly. I have a, I have a question for you, Jordan. This is, this is the evolution of this, this, we could still we could still embrace the evolution yeah. this episode. Jordan, what would you pay for the experience that you had if this game was available on the eShop? Oh, it's a, like, it's a virtual I... console classic available on the Switch eShop. So what would you ter- pay for that this experience? Is, this is a <laughs> terrible one to ask because in like three months. There's going to be a matter. brand new one that I'm willing to pay $60 for, yeah. which means that I'm not willing to spend any money <laughs> on this one now. You wouldn't ride the hype train up to the, the new Strikers? It's not the one that I had when I was younger. Okay. And it's it's like there's a better one coming, we think, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. I think people were disappointed in Mario Golf. Yeah. So, so uh, like, if I could, if, if we had done this... Before that announcement, I would have been like, yeah, this would be one that I'd totally want to pick up on the eShop. 
but like right now I'm all right this is on really your wish list how much are you picking this up for on your wish list on the eShop? what's in theory in theory before the new one comes out oh oh man uh like so like my gut like the very first number yeah. that came in my head was nine dollars okay i can live with that yeah yeah me too that's a good game that's yeah. a good amount of money for you um, I don't know. I, I feel like I shouldn't say a number cause I just don't know. I've got a, like, there's something I don't know. Okay. So the number that I'm wrestling with Jordan, yeah. I don't even want to hear it. Don't even, don't even, well, can I don't just, even can I just me. say something real quick. <laughs> you, you own the sequel, which I do. at least in one of our opinions is superior. Yeah. And you're going to buy the new one in three months. Yeah. So don't say something silly. Well, it's hard. I know. Because I know. That's this, why we have to change the segment. So GameCube for me. Now I got this game as a gift from a friend. Shout yeah. Out, shout out to, to to podcast other Jordan Jordan two. Yeah. The 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 one who completes too many Jordan. Um. Now he gave me this as a gift because it was one of the games on my wish list. Wow. GameCube games are are expensive, so I was gonna have a hard time ever justifying adding this one to the collection. But it's like. I I love arcade sports games. They're like one that's, of that's one of true. my absolute favorites. Yeah. Um so there was always just like this I I have this um we'll, we can call it the arcade sports tax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I'm willing to pay for new arcade sports experiences. Uh the gut I'm sorry Jordan. I'm sorry. Forty dollars. No, that's so <laughs> dumb. You're gonna sixty bucks for a twenty-year newer game in three months, or you can just go buy a way inferior version for sixty-six percent of that. It's not twenty years newer, Jordan. It's when did only this come out? Two thousand five. Okay, sorry, seventeen years newer. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand you people. Yeah, I don't know. It's the GameCube tax. It's the arcade sports tax. I don't know. I feel... I want you to know, from being on this podcast, like normally, like a normal human being, <laughs> I would I would have sold my Wii U, like the minute I got a Switch and didn't need a Wii U anymore. Yeah. But now that I've been like entrenched in this weird world of people who <laughs> buy things that... It just doesn't make sense. To, now I, to yeah. me, now I know I need to hold on to my Wii U. You, yes. Because it's going to be worth a stupid amount of money. Yes. I'm just, it just sits in a box in my office and I use it once a year. Yeah. And it'll, it'll just sit there and gain interest faster than my IRA. And <laughs> it's, it's great. I'm fine with that. Well, I think we'll talk about the Wii U here in a little bit, Jordan. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! <laughs> it hints. So I um, I want to know what is you this probably game? won't sell it. I feel like you you said forty because this game is going for a stupid amount of money. So let's let's. <laughs> what get, do you what do you think the game's going for? Yeah, what do I think on the internet? Um, I have um, a I have a sinking feeling for a loose disc. It's pro, oh, a loose disc. For what do you think a loose disc should be? One dollar for a loose <laughs> disc sports game. Uh, but I'm gonna say it's got to be like forty five dollars because that number didn't come out of nowhere it's from you trying to justify this all right i will give you another guess okay it's not 45 dollars. okay obviously it's not exactly 45 dollars. you're way off 
In which direction? Oh, you already said they're stupid expensive. Okay, it's seventy dollars. Yes, it is seventy dollars. A loose disc is seventy dollars of Super Mario Strikers. Honestly, I. <laughs> the longer we do this podcast, the more I loathe this hobby. Like, there's a better version. Why are you spending seventy dollars on this game? It's because it's rare. Yeah. That usually adds to the value of things. I just and I just don't. I don't get it. So here's the thing: GameCube didn't sell all that well compared to other Nintendo consoles. People what did it sell? How many did a GameCube sell? I want to. I want to say that Nintendo 64 sold 36 million. So I want to say the GameCube was like 31 or 29, um, <clears throat> because it was like the NES sold more than the Super Nintendo, which sold more than the N64. It's 22. Did you 22? say 22? I thought it. I guess I was being generous. I didn't want to go that low, but yeah, twenty-two I'm million. Saying, so that's that's almost double what the Wii U sold. The Wii U, not <laughs> quite, but I mean, if we're doing hyperbole, which yeah. is my second uh, language that I'm most fluent in, <laughs> I'm gonna be loaded. The only problem is <laughs> I don't own any. I own Smash Bros, and it came. It's the Super Mario or it's the oh. Mario Kart Eight Wii U, so okay. it has it like built in. Okay, yeah, Mario Kart Eight. You better so. get on that Wii U collecting. No. Be- before it. Who, we have somebody in the Shanks. Discord who. Yeah. Shout out to Shanks. He's completing a, his Wii U set. And which is smart right about buying now. Buying some truly awful games. I mean, let's be honest. Probably most of that catalog is not really but like worth owning. Barbie Horse Farm. Turbo from DreamWorks Pictures, I think. The, the movie about a snail. Yeah. Apparently, that's the most rare game on the Wii U. <laughs> I guarantee you I saw that at a five below a couple years ago. <laughs> so anyway. What do you think uh what do you think a complete in box copy is going for, Jordan? Uh complete in box. <laughs> uh, it's gotta just you just double it, right? It's gotta be like hundred and forty bucks. No, it's it's only ninety one. Oh, why the heck would you ever buy one? <laughs> if you're already gonna spend seventy dollars, which is just ludicrous. Why not just spend an extra 21 bucks and get the complete in box? Imagine buying a loose disc. Where are you going to put it? <laughs> oh man. What do you think uh what do you think Strikers Charged is going for, Jordan? I I have a feeling that that one's a lot cuz I remember selling it to GameStop and like getting a good amount of money for it, which means that it must have been worth some stuff you think when was it actually no i sold it on ebay in 2011 it was when we moved to montana i sold all of our wii stuff so and i feel like i got a decent i feel like i got like 30 bucks for it at that time so i'm gonna say that one's like 70 bucks also no no charged is like affordable jordan oh you can get the nintendo select version the, like, oh, the greatest hits they're, they're both okay. pretty similar though uh 21 for a complete but, box copy yeah, of they're, charged they're probably similar which they should be that's not bad at all but when you they do the select thing they just flood every walmart with hundred like you ever go to a walmart and look at the clearance section of video games it's all like nintendo selects <laughs> so as soon as you get picked for that selects thing like how come they don't do that anymore there's no nintendo switch selects like Breath of the Wild is a five-year-old game now, and you still got to pay sixty bucks for it. Give me a Nintendo Selects twenty-five dollars. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a. Yeah, that makes sense. You said twenty-five bucks. 
Mm-hmm. That's a good. 20, that's 21. 21. And I think oh, the 21? Na- I think the non-Nintendo Selects was like 22 or 23. I would say a Striker's yeah, Charge at 21 is is worth it. Yeah. 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 I would like I would me being my frugal self would like if I could play that on my Switch, I would just skip the new one and What if you could get it digitally on your Wii U? Would you pay 19.99 for Mario Strikers Charged? No, cuz my Wii U is going to sit in the box. I'm just office. saying that's that's an option. That's a literal option. How much was it? 20 bucks. Oh. You can get Wii games on your Wii U. On that's the not, yeah, there you go. That's another... That's, yeah. There you go. What do you think uh, Mario Smash football is going for, Jordan? They love they love uh, soccer. Football. Over there. Uh, uh, Pell tax. Complete inbox. $97. $97, he says. $45. Why is it so much cheaper? I don't know. Maybe because they have more sense. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to retro games, no, they don't use cents. They use like euros yep, and course, pounds. Of course, he couldn't help himself. Pence. Um, yeah. Uh, so Jordan, ninety-one dollars for a complete box copy of Super Mario Strikers. I think we gotta say worthless. I oh yeah, we gotta think about it for a minute. We might talk about it after the podcast, but I think right now, gut reaction, worthless. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, worthless. Honestly, this is the thing. Buy the new one when it comes out. It looks cool. Uh, it's on Switch, which we all have. And uh, it will look better on your TV and sound better in your headset. Uh, maybe. Maybe. What do you mean? Okay. Like, obviously, it could come out and be a tragedy, like a, an awful, awful travesty. But I just, I feel like, is it the same company as that next? next level games. i believe so i think that that like came how, out how could it be like they they've made the other two like they're not gonna make it worse right you know jordan i have good news what uh well good and bad news i just so i just looked at my prices yesterday okay and now today it seems the market has shifted oh a loose, a loose disc is only 68 dollars however unfortunately a complete in box copy is up to 94 okay so good news, the market has it, has it, expanded <laughs> yeah that i mean that really didn't change all of that much <laughs> It's a volatile market. It's a volatile market. It changes day to day. Jordan, do we have trivia? We have a trivia question. And uh, we like to keep this show family friendly, but I'm going to let you know right now, if you're listening with children, this section this week is PG, but might be borderline PG-13. Do I need to put a, an explicit tag no, on the podcast? <laughs> absolutely not. But it might be considered PG-13. So if you got any 12-year-olds listening... <laughs> Parents, you might want to pre-screen the trivia section this week. I don't think we have a lot of kids to listen to the show. (laughs) Playing games that were out before you were born. Okay, Dan. Nintendo canceled a planned advertising campaign for being too edgy. What was depicted in the canceled ad? Okay, this is a Mario Strikers ad campaign that was canceled for being a little bit too edgy for Nintendo. Uh, okay. And you can find this out there. Um, it, it, you can see it. What was depicted in the canceled ad? Was it A, Mario celebrating with the World Cup trophy and a bottle of champagne? Gasp. Champagne? <laughs> Alcohol? Uh, Our friendly neighborhood plumber, Mario? Okay, B, a dangling net holding two soccer balls with the tagline, you're going to need a pair. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Or C, Super Mario Strikers, more fun than a ferret down your trousers. Uh, That's that sounds familiar. That wait no wait 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 wait. 
I'm trying to think. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, I just read it to you. Read you it. Having deja found, vu. Yeah. Um, but that sounds like another video game ad. Maybe. I, f- I feel like. <laughs> but you said trousers, which uh, is decidedly what region was this, this ad campaign? I, I don't, here, here I don't States, know. So not, I can't say. Trousers is not <laughs> a common vernacular here no? in, in, in the States. Um, you never heard the term drop and trow? <laughs> I'm going to go with the second one. The second one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an ad with a net holding two balls that looks a lot like male anatomy and it says you're gonna need a pair and nintendo said i don't think so (laughs) which uh so dan the third one more fun than a ferret down your trousers is actually game boy more Uh, fun than a ferret down your trousers and that was an american ad oh and we've both we've posted that on yeah that's yeah all right all right Uh, and then i if you go back which it's impossible to go back on uh instagram you'd have to scroll back like two years maybe i'll repost that ad but i included uh like a a long blurb that i found out about like that was an actual like thing that people did as like a competition they get (laughs) three or four or five people lined up put a ferret in their trousers and whoever could last the longest Yes, this, without okay. having All to right. release the ferret. Now you're dislodging repressed memories. Yeah, it's an actual there it is cultural thing. There it is. So don't laugh at it, Dan, because <laughs> that's a part of somebody somewhere's culture, or it was. Fair anyway. enough. Nailed it. Ferret, uh, have I missed ferret one? enough? When was the when was the last time I missed a trivia, Jordan? I don't think I've missed one in like the last two years. <laughs> I don't. So I think that's true. I feel my like batting average is what a thousand. We did three in the last episode, and I think you got two out of three. Three out of three. I changed my answer on one, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's the trivia segment. That's it. Uh, Jordan, we got bounty winners. We do. We got, we got a no theme brewery bounty winner. We got a new bounty from March. Bros. We do. We do. So last month, we asked you, uh, do you like puzzle games? If so, what puzzle game made you? Oh, no. I'm saying it wrong. What game made you hate puzzle games? If you don't like puzzle if games. If you don't like them. If you, if do, you do like what's them. Favorite? What's your favorite? Yeah. So our winner this month, drum roll please, <laughs> is Mateus. <laughs> our friend from Brazil, <laughs> Mateus. Uh, he says, I do like puzzle games and the favorite being Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box for DS. Interesting story, fun and challenging puzzles. The series as a whole is worth trying. And then he gives them honorable mentions, too, for God of War, Prince of Persia. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I have heard good things about Professor Layton. I don't think I've ever played it, though. I is God of War is a puzzle game? There's There are puzzles in God of War. Oh. Okay. We need to get to that one. I don't know how you'll feel about it. Uh, it might be a... You, yeah, I don't know. You probably won't appreciate God of War. Why? Because you didn't appreciate Metal Gear Solid. It's not even the same thing, but super serious video games. I don't think you like. Oh, I thought there was like comedy. I thought that was like a part of it. It's funny how serious he is and wants to kill everybody. Mm. It's a comedy of tragedies. Is it tragic? What is the? He just goes around and kills all of the, the gods. Yeah, basically, you can rip some wings off things. You know, brutally murder mythical creatures. It's a mm. good time. Hmm. It's a good interesting. Battle right, well, is a great go. franchise. Congratulations, Mateus. We will be in contact, or you contact us. Have our people contact your people. We will make contact. 
first contact. Okay. No, just contact. Uh, this month, it's a new month. It is uh, March. Mario, Marchio Bros. Marchio Bros. What do we got going? We got we got uh, the the bounty this month is what's better, Super Mario World or Super Mario Three? Yes. What is better, Super Mario World or Super Mario Brothers Three? You're gonna send us a direct message on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at WIOW Podcast. You can also send us an email at Worth It or Worthless Podcast at gmail.com. You can always send Dan or myself a direct message on our Discord server. Don't forget, every month you can participate on our Discord server. Just chat in there about games, about life, about Pokemon, about Mario, about whatever. And just by doing that, you can earn some bonus entries. To get those bonus entries, you have to submit an official entry. So don't miss out on that. If you have any questions about any of the rules of this, you can look up the rules in the notes of this show, or you can go to worthitorworthless.com slash bounty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month we are giving away a $20 uh, code, North American code, for either the Switch eShop, PlayStation thing, store, Xbox store, or Steam. So or Steam. Submit uh, your preferred platform with your entry in, yeah. in, in case you win. It should so be one of those four games. and no yes. other platforms. Yes. I, <laughs> Dan likes when I try to sneak other platforms No, I definitely in. don't. Jordan tries. Never mind. It doesn't matter. You could take that code. No, nope. we're not even going to go there. The and bounty ends at the end of March. No, nope, you can't sell it. You can sell it on eBay. Nope. And you could take the $20 <laughs> that you get off of eBay and buy two months of the Taco Bell taco membership. Is that a thing? Yeah, $10. Uh, taco Bell sponsor us. $10 a month gets you <laughs> unlimited tacos, but one taco a day. So it's not unlimited. It's one per day for 30 days. I know somebody. I know some. I know some people from Taco Bell. I think we could probably talk to them and maybe, yeah, you know somebody from Taco Bell. Uh, you know some inside people. We need some re- oh, oh, regional oh. managers. Yeah, so we could we maybe maybe Taco Bell will be. I was so confused about what you were saying. <laughs> Sponsoring this podcast. Dan is alluding to the fact <laughs> that he and I both worked at Taco Bell, and a friend of mine, a family friend of mine, is the regional was the regional manager for. Uh, all the local Taco Bells, and yeah. now he still he works for Taco Bell corporate now. Well, that's even better. Total sellout. High level. We can get up high level. All right, I'll talk to Vinny. We'll get some tacos. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, Jordan, what's next? We got uh, the the oh Patreon voted on the next episode. Oh, the next episode. Yeah, I really hope that you got some good news for me. Uh, I did some persuading on Patreon. Please, no. um, I don't. I can't. I may have deleted the original poll um, without telling anybody. Posted my own poll and been the only one that voted. And I have some good news, Jordan. <laughs> Mario Golf. No, I, this was the final episode. There will be no further evolution. The podcast is over. It was overwhelmingly uh, in favor of Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. I don't believe you. What actually won? What actually won? Uh, Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64, which we have mentioned pretty much every single time we've done a racing game on this podcast. It'll be interesting (laughs) to finally dig into that one. Well, have we done two racing games on this podcast? We have done Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, Cruising USA. Wave Race. Oh, Wave Race. Cruising USA. Okay, that's three. Uh, SSX Tricky. Uh, okay, I guess technically it's a racing There's game. There's got to be other racing games that we've done. <laughs> yeah, racing games and fighting games. Somebody mail us a Dreamcast. Do you have a Dreamcast? I don't have a Dreamcast. Somebody mail us a Dreamcast and a copy of Crazy Taxi. 
We could play it on PS2. We don't even need to play the Dreamcast what? version. Or I have the 360 what? port. Yeah. What? What? This is a thing? What are you... Come. All right. This anyway. Guy, what is he doing We here? might have to cover some more racing games, but... Yeah. We're That's not to... a racing game either. What isn't? Crazy Taxi. You're driving a car. <laughs> How is that not a racing game? <laughs> is Twisted Metal a racing game? Did you see that they're making a Twisted Metal TV show no, but that starring awesome. Anthony Mackie First, as the clown thing? Okay, I don't I know who that is, but is Twisted Metal's lore is awesome. What do you mean? Anthony awesome. Mackie, he's the Falcon. Anthony Milanakis? AKA <laughs> the new uh, Captain America. Uh, Sam Wilson. I don't know. Bro, you're hurting my heart. You're hurting my heart. <laughs> anyway, Twisted Metal, the game notorious for having a story apparently it's the lore of twisted metal is great is there lore yeah there's yeah there's lore oh i'm excited i thought it was just you like won't, you'll hate it i thought it was just like a like a off-brand mad max no thing. no it's basically the 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 whole twisted metal tournament um i'm like i don't know if this is 100 accurate but it's basically like <laughs> a bunch of people with like serious problems enter this tournament and sort of like I don't want to say they sell their souls, but it's like it's this bait and switch dark thing where okay. horrible things happen. So um, just to bookend this episode, <laughs> we know metal. that the Wikipedia employees are listening. So just take what Dan <laughs> said, make that the new Wikipedia article for Twisted Metal. Two, somehow we mentioned Mad Max twice in this episode. I think those <laughs> are fitting yeah. bookends for the episode. So yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, moving on. So we mentioned the Wii U. Wii U. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Uh, we're do- we're going to roll out in honor of Nintendo's um, old yellow treatment of the eShop. We're, we're going to roll out a new segment called yes. the eShop Apocalypse. eShop Apocalypse. Yeah, for the next few months before the, the eShop, e-shop closes apocalypse? down. We're going to bring one game. To your minds, every well, episode. Two games. Two games. Two games, maybe. Sometimes. I've, Sometimes. Got, I've got two here. Listen, there are no rules. Dan's going to find some games on the eShop that you need to buy before it goes away. Basically. Yeah. And maybe in much. doing so, you will save the internet and gaming history. Possibly. I really hope so. Um, the thing is, Nintendo, with their decision to take down the eShop on the Wii U and the 3DS, is taking down a lot of very expensive games to collect for game for cheap they're cheap. Like, okay, I'll just get into it. Harvest Moon, shout out to this game, which you can get for, I want to say, 6 to $8 on the eShop on your Wii U. Harvest Moon is a PlayStation 1 game? It's a Super Nintendo game, Jordan. It's a Super Nintendo game. You can see that I know a lot about video games. People like Harvest Moon. Well, if you want, after Nintendo kills the eShop, the, ga- yeah. the game is currently going for $381, <laughs> according to price starting yesterday. That's, so, okay. Uh, yeah okay you know like so if we ever cover harvest moon on this show it's gonna not be the legit cart it's gonna be the the digital wii u version which i'm gonna pick up all right that's fine why would somebody (laughs) play harvest moon these days instead of just playing like stardew valley or something i don't know why would somebody pay 381 dollars for harvest moon i don't know you're asking the wrong person okay so how much does it go on the wii shop like I don't know, I think six or eight dollars. I think it six depends. Six or eight bucks. I think the Game Boy Advance games are like eight bucks. I think something else is seven and something else is six. I can't remember. Uh, I got another one though. That was very informative. Thank you. Another another one, Jordan, that you should pick up before Nintendo kills the eShop, and that is Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Wii. 
Metroid Prime Trilogy, the game that has been rumored to be coming to the Nintendo Switch it since should. the very first day the Switch Let's launched. So. That game. We have not seen anything to hint that that is actually happening. Get yourself a digital download of that for $20 instead of paying $100. Does it come with. For the loose disc? $100? Wait, it's just it's all on one disc? All three games? Apparently. And it's $130 complete in box. So Metroid Prime Trilogy, that's going away when Nintendo. Old Yeller is the eShop. My favorite Metroid Prime game is Metroid Prime Hunters for the Nintendo DS because I couldn't afford Xbox or Halo or Xbox Gold or whatever it's called. Yeah. So that was my Halo when I was younger. Yeah. Metroid Prime Hunters. It was the only way to get some first-person shooter online action going on. I don't know what to tell you about that. Does that one? Do they have that one? I don't think think so. Although I think you can pick that up on the eShop. Wow. I think I think it's available. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Also, I noticed, I think so, you can get a lot of these games on Amazon, like digital codes for the Wii U on Amazon. So that's another option um, if you want to go through Amazon as your portal and then put a code on the eShop or something else. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, if, especially because I mean, Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money. So if look, we could just find ways no, to give him some no, more, no. that would be great. After August, Nintendo is not going to allow you to add funds from what I've heard to your account anymore. So the shop is open till March, but you can't add funds after August. So Amazon may be a very, very viable way to pick up these games. If you August. want to add fun to your Wii U, but you're unable to add funds, maybe Amazon will be a good option for you. Maybe. That's, I'd like, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. You made. E for effort. Okay. E for effort. Do Anything that, else? Uh, I, th- I don't think so. We got Patreon now. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon's a thing. You can support us over there. Uh, you get extra podcasts at the $5 tier. Super worth it or worthless. All stars deluxe this month. We're going to be doing uh, an episode. If it's not out when you hear this, it, it will be out sometime this month. What's better? Super Mario 3 or Super Mario World. We're going to run that through scientific data and algorithms to... F- to objectively decide for the internet yeah <laughs> or or something <laughs> and some other perks of course and then uh, you can get early access to the show and voting privileges and stuff like that insight on uh, regular worth it or worthless at the two dollar tier voting privileges so. on polls for the show this will yes. not allow you to vote in any national or, <laughs> or state elections <laughs> Just wanted to clear that up. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I know you always <laughs> want to make sure that there's no yep, shenanigans yep. going on. Patreon.com slash worth it or worthless or worth it or worthless.com slash Patreon. Um, but other than that, Jordan, I think that's about it. I think that's all we got. I think that's all we got. So we'll see. Does coin, does Super Mario, does Mario Kart 64 have coins? Uh, no. Oh, good. Wow, coins I don't are the worst Mario your Kart. irrational hatred of coins in Mario Kart. But they, whatever, I mean. No, it's just bad. Bad. All right. We'll All right. See. <laughs> we'll see you guys in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.